Okay, here's an example that's similar to a homework problem with a couple of twists, and I'll point them out the twists in a few minutes. f of x equals the function x squared plus 1 if x is less than or equal to negative 1, or the function, or I should say and, the function x plus 3 if x is greater than negative 1. So we have two functions put together. We have a piecewise defined function. The first thing is to sketch the graph, then find the slope of the graph if x is less than negative 1, then find the slope of the graph if x is greater than negative 1, and then what can you say about the slope of the graph at negative 1? So let's start first with sketching the graph. Now the key to sketching the graph of a piecewise defined function is to sketch each graph individually and then see where they come together. So x squared plus 1 is a parabola that opens up, shifted up one unit, and I'm not sure how big a scale I'm going to need, so I'll try to be conservative about that. So here's x squared plus 1 and a parabola opening up. When x is less than or equal to negative 1, we have the parabola. So here's negative 1 equal to, I fill in the hole and fill in the dot, and then less than negative 1, the graph goes like this. So I'm going to erase the rest of it because it doesn't apply to this problem. So I just have this part of the parabola right here. Now the other function when x is greater than negative 1 is x plus 3. So that's got a y-intercept of positive 3, and it's a line, isn't it, with a slope of 1. And it might be helpful to put in the x-intercept when it's x plus 3, the x-intercept is negative 3. But I think it's going to be better to actually just find out where the function would be going when x would e- if x were to equal negative 1. Because that's our starting point, isn't it? When x is greater than negative 1, our graph starts in the second part of the piecewise defined function. So when x is negative 1, what value are we very close to starting at at this part, at x plus 3? If x is negative 1, then we're very close to starting at 2. And my drawing, I'm not sure what this number is yet either, am I? So I need to check that. So this starts at 2 for the y value. I'm just going to make a little note of that for a second. And then this y value, where would it be ending up if x stops at negative 1? If x is negative 1, I plug it in here, negative 1 squared plus 1 is also 2. So where the one graph ends up, I plug in negative 1 to find that. The other one starts. I plug in negative 1 here, and I start at 2. So they actually fit together, and I'm going to just change my, my scale here. This is where x is 2. I'm sorry, y is 2. y is 2 when x is negative 1. And so my line maybe crosses right here at 3, 1, 2, 3. And it also has the same point here. So has a slope of 1 and starts at the point negative 1, 2, and then goes up from there. And just this is the hardest part to get. And remember, you want to see where the one graph finishes and the other graph starts up. And the way you do that is just by saying, where would the y values be going when x is at negative 1? The y values on the top are approaching negative 1 squared plus 1, which is 2. And the y values on the bottom are approaching negative 1 plus 3, which is also 2. So where the one graph ends, the other one picks up. And I'm going to draw one as a parabola and one as a straight line. So we have this graph right here. And the question is, 
what's the slope of the graph if x is less than negative 1? Less than negative 1. Well, to answer that question, the slope of a graph, don't we need slope tangent with the limit idea? And it said x less than negative 1, so it's not saying at one specific x value, it's talking about all the x values less than negative 1. So we're going to have to find the slope leaving x in the formula. So limit as h goes to 0 of f of x plus h, but I need to use the right one. If I'm, if I'm to the left here for values less than negative 1, then I'm going to use the first formula. So I'm going to plug in x plus h, and I'm going to square it and add 1. And then I'm going to subtract f of x, which is just parentheses, x squared plus 1. So here's f of x plus h minus f of x all over h. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to square this first thing out. But we're getting more practice with that. So x squared plus xh plus another xh is 2xh plus h squared plus 1 minus x squared minus 1 all over h, just distributing the negative through. Sorry, I did that kind of fast. And then we have x squared and negative x squared add up to 0. And we have 1 and negative 1 that add up to 0. So we have the limit as h goes to 0. Can I see that I only have two terms left? Can you see that? We only have a term here and here, and they both have h. Can we anticipate that we're going to need to uh, factor that h out and cancel? So I'm going to factor out the h, and I'm going to get 2x plus h. And on the bottom, I have that other h. So h times 2x plus h over h. h over h is 1 when h is not equal to 0, and it isn't. So I have the limit as h goes to 0 of 2x plus h. So all of that tells me that the slope of the tangent lines when x is less than negative 1, when we're on this part of the curve, the slope of the tangent line is 2 times whatever x is. So the slope of the tangent line as a function of x is 2x if x is less than negative 1. Let's look at the graph and see if that makes sense at least before we move on. If x is negative 2, then the slope, according to this, is 2 times negative 2, or negative 4. Does that look like a slope of negative 4, maybe? It looks reasonable. And if x is negative 1, the slope would be 2 times negative 1, or negative 2. Negative 2 here, does that look like a slope of negative 2? Maybe not. Maybe my graph looks more like a slope of negative 1.5, but maybe it's close enough. So we have a slope of negative 2 here. So it does look like it fits um, what it says it it is. The slope of the tangent lines on the graph, if x is less than negative 1, is 2 times whatever x is. And that fits those negative slopes. So that answers part B. The slope is 2x if x is less than negative 1. The next question, C, is find the slope of the graph if x is greater than negative 1. Now, that's going to be a lot easier, because what kind of function do we have if x is greater than negative 1? We just have the function x plus 3. So the slope of any linear function is just the slope of the function itself. Sorry, it's the slope of the line, right? So the slope of the tangent line for any x 
if x is greater than or equal to negative 1 is the slope of this line is 1. 1 times x plus 3. 1 times x plus 3, so the slope is 1 for all x greater than negative 1. So what can you say about the slope of the graph at x equals negative 1? At x equals negative 1, you need to look at each side, approaching from each side. It looks like from the left-hand side, the tangent lines have negative slopes. And from the right-hand side, the tangent lines have a positive slope of 1 always. So it doesn't seem like the, the slope of the tangent line exists at this sharp turn, does it? If you double-check with the formula, with what you found for the slope of the tangent line as a function of x, if x, equals, if x were to equal negative 1 on this graph, we just checked it. It would be negative 2, a slope of negative 2, which is not the same as a slope of 1 from the other side of it. So since negative 2 is not equal to 1, the slope of the curve does not exist. I'm not sure you've learned the shortcut for does not exist. We mathematicians, if we wanted to be writers, we wouldn't have majored in math. Does not exist, we shorten with D and E. So it does not exist, D and E, at x equals negative 1. Notice it's very important, this last part. I can't just say the slope of the curve does not exist because it does exist everywhere except at negative 1. So it's only at negative 1 where we have the slope of the curve not existing. So this is an example very similar to the homework. I've made a couple of changes, and you'll probably notice that when you do the homework, but the procedure is the same.